0: Since the beginning of time, people have always found creative ways of communicating. This is my way. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson, and we need to talk. Hello and welcome to the second episode of 2020 of Not For Nothing. Almost forgot the name of my show. Um, I hope your 2020 is going well so far. I know mine is because today I've got a very special guest, as all of them pretty much are because they're all my friends. But for the first time in the four-year history of the show is Billy Alexander. Hi. So you and I met in college. First day of... Dr. Doss's history of Civil War was it history of Civil War? No, it was uh,
1: Reconstruction. historians. Uh, no,
0: I wasn't in her historians' craft. You keep saying oh, yeah. it's historians' no, craft. No, I thought it I was. was in Dr. Davis's historians' oh, yeah, craft. Well, he yeah, gave that's right. that was the gimme class. Uh-huh. If you didn't do Dr. Davis's historians' craft, you didn't.
1: You you're actually right, had to work right. for it.
0: I did not. I did not. Because I took that back the next semester. You're right. Um,
1: it, was it was civil it was war. Civil
0: war. I think. Yeah, I was about to say civil war. But anyway. Um, yeah we we locked eyes. Was it first day? Mm-hmm, first, first day in class. Because you were on the le- right. I was on the left in the big seminar. Because I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always left because I'm left handed. <laughs> Except at church, I don't. I don't do that at church. I sit on the right because you know whatever but um, yeah so we've been friends for almost 10 years Mm-hmm. has it was it, no it was 10 it's, years it's, it's been a over little 10 longer years, over 10 years because I graduated from college in 2010 mm-hmm. and I was out so it was at least it was tw- 2009 so mm-hmm. it a was a little years. it was a
1: little before 2009 because I started nursing in school in 2009.
0: Oh so that was my first year back in Alabama because mm-hmm. I lived in Los Angeles before and that was my first year back, my first semester. It was, it it was my first semester. It was semester your first semester. At UAB. It was. University of Alabama, Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Go Blazers. I
1: remember talking about it being your first semester back mm-hmm. at UAB. <laughs> and it was like, I think either your first or your second class back yeah. at UAB.
0: Yeah. that was because my first semester there, I had a full load, but... Um,
1: and I, I think I was like one of your first true friends back Oh, for sure. UAB. Yeah, because
0: it was hard. Like, I'd only been gone from Alabama for a year, but... A year, everybody moved on. Because yeah. you know Alabama. They they get married. Oh, yeah. And they have babies. And I was like, what happened? Like, where is everybody? Where did everybody <laughs> go? But also, I, sw- I had transferred <laughs> colleges and stuff, so... But, yeah, you were my first real friend. And I, we were just saying that um, j- last year was the first time we ever took a photo together. Yes. Like, but also, I will say I'm terrible at taking photos because... Like my New Year's Eve party I had last week. Um, no photos. Because I just, I'm always in the moment. I'm living mm-hmm. the moment and I don't, I forget to take photos. And my family is riddled with Alzheimer's and dementia. So I need to start mm-hmm. taking photos. So, cause yeah. I'm not going to have any memories left.
1: I, I completely agree. If it was not for mm-hmm. other people wanting to take photos, I would not mm-hmm. have them
0: either. Well, we're going to have to do better. But yes. so yeah, you were at my New Year's Eve party this Which year. Which was fabulous. Um... Do you have any New Year's resolutions that you've been working out?
1: Um, I I would say to be more um, active
0: and... Like physically active? Well, not necessarily physically
1: active. Be more active in the sense of be more who I want to be and see where I can go with myself.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a big one, though.
1: Uh, Yeah, it, it is because I've never done that for me.
0: Well, and you know, it's so funny because I was reflecting because I knew that I wanted to have you on the show today because it's important to me that you're on the show because you're one of my most important friends, but also this new direction of the show that we're in, Not For Nothing, Mm -hmm. all the conversations that we have are not for nothing. So I was like, what is the through line that will be the conversation that is not for nothing? And I think I just found it fully because I'd already started ruminating on it from the drive down because... You live an hour or so from me because Mm -hmm. I live up near Dodger Stadium and you live Mm -hmm. at the most beautiful beach in all of California, Hermosa Beach. Exactly, and Um, it
1: translates to pretty.
0: Does it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, But you saying that, being who you want to be, that's been a journey for me for a long time. Like, I I would say about 26 was when Mm -hmm. I really just kind of let go, 26, 27. Let go of the pressures of how I wanted to act and just be as flamboyant or as happy or as perky or as whatever as I wanted to be because I was always told growing up be less of you Mm -hmm. because you're too much for people and I internalized that until the point where you get to your late 20s and you don't really know really who you are truly Um, and so around 26 27 I found that but then still to this day I'm still kind of working out what my artistic expression of the person on, of me on the inside is. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting to find out in this moment that that's like articulated exactly what you're going through. Exactly. Cause we just sat at lunch.
1: we <laughs> <I> didn't talk <laughs> about any of this. No, so. like moving here. Um, last year, I kind of didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be a travel nurse, but
0: because it was kind of a shock. Let me, let me give a little bit of background for the listeners. You, we met in college. Um, I met Ethan at some point. We have been, um, March will be ten years for us. We moved to New York for five years. Then we moved here. And then, in the interim, I think when I was in New York was your first stint. You had because we were in history classes together. You then transitioned to nursing school at UAB, where that's
1: right.
0: The the whole incestuous gay community of Alabama And family My best My cousin Josh Is best friends with James Who became best friends with you In Law In nursing school Mm -hmm. And And now Josh and I Are very close here in, In LA Um while I was in New York, you started travel nursing, and you went to San Francisco for how long was it, six months? So,
1: James and I went to uh, San Francisco as travel nurses for four months together, uh-huh. and we were out there, and then because of our relationships back home in Alabama, we both had um, boyfriends at that point, and we mm-hmm. came back home. It was just very hard on our relationships at that point. Yeah,
0: you both have had a really, I, not to at all speak for anybody's journey, especially who's not here, but it's been an interesting journey. It's
1: been a very interesting, tough Journey. And that's all I'll say about. Yeah, is, you know. Yeah, you I know. mean, uh, it's but, been a very interesting journey mm-hmm. for whoever's not here. I mean, speaking yeah. for my own journey with my relationship, it's been a very interesting journey, yeah. and it's been a rough road mm-hmm. um, for um, our relationship to get where we are. We are in a very uh, good relationship, mm-hmm. and it's we we are now married. Yeah. Um, we got married last year. Um, very lovely ceremony, and uh, uh, I love him. Which very. I didn't come to. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it was a very <laughs> (laughs) Very long journey for you.
0: Well, and that was, yeah, that was, we didn't have any money. We were dirt poor then. I could have come. If you got married this year, I could have been there. (laughs) Um, But that being said, you went back to Alabama, and then I moved here, and then you came here last year on another travel nursing So, yeah, I came
1: here last year on another nursing travel assignment um, after doing uh, research nursing in Alabama. came here to make more money for us Mm -hmm. after the wedding, um, and then that travel assignment ended abruptly, so I had to find another job. Oh, wow. So, see, I didn't realize that
0: was. Yeah, I knew that you would. Yeah, I knew what the end result was. But I didn't so, know I what took a permanent to assignment
1: that. here in LA, and can it, we say what that job is? Yeah, I, I work for the AIDS Foundation here, and in West Hollywood, in West Hollywood, Kinda and like the
0: mecca of it all.
1: <laughs> so, it, it's something here in our community that I feel is very rewarding for me, mm. and um, so.
0: Not only that, you're using your master's degree. I'm
1: finally using my master's degree that I worked very hard for. And I feel like I'm actually at a point now that I can actually do something that is rewarding for myself mm-hmm. and that can push me forward to be a better me.
0: Yeah. And That's something beautiful. that I've actually always wanted to do is be a better me. Tell me more about that. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm leaning into my Barbara Walters.
1: Say more. <laughs> Well, I have never been able in Alabama. I feel like you're always so constrained Mm -hmm. by political standards and religious Mm -hmm. standards and everything to not be everything you want to be. In I guess a gay perspective, I guess. Um, And out here, it's always be whoever
0: you want to be and be your most. Speaking of which, we were walking down the street just now. And everybody's been making fun of me because I bought overalls on my trip to Alabama, <laughs> and I'm wearing my overalls today. And this cute hipster kid who's carrying his skateboard yelled to me as we passed by, I like your overalls. I'm like, thank you so much. Would you say that louder for the bitches in the back?
1: Uh, so. He did. I will say he did.
0: <laughs> so yes, here you can be anything you want to be. Even in overalls. And it can be spoiling. <laughs> You're just jealous because I'm wearing them well. (laughs) But anyway. But, yeah. No, that's right. But,
1: like, and that is very, like, overwhelming to me. And I feel so amazing Mm -hmm. out here. It's just just so, I I can't tell you how uplifting it is.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you really don't have to because we've lived similar journeys in that way now. Because it's been sort of the same for me just to, like... It's interesting that you're not really a different person, but the way that people respond to you is so different here. It is.
1: And to see how affecting it can be to you, person. And not only here. New York City,
0: too. It's the same for me in New York City. And to see
1: how it not only can affect your personality, but how it can shape you as a Mm. person.
0: Yeah. How did it shape you? Like
1: I, I feel like it's not only shaped how i view the world mm-hmm. but it i think it's affected how i'm going to move forward like hopefully shaping others
0: mm-hmm. well how did you view the world before um versus now
1: i feel like i used to view it a little bit more negatively um and i feel like i view it a little more
0: positively now i feel that yeah
1: like in alabama i, I always... see that in
0: you i see that you There is a change like that. Yeah.
1: In in Alabama, I always kind of felt like it was always a more negative outlook. Mm -hmm. And it was more, no, it's not going to happen. It's never going to be that way. We're never going to have change. Um, But out here, no, we're going to get it going. It's going to happen. It's It's, it's, eventually, we're going to get it going. mm -hmm. We're going to, we're going to.
0: Are you talking about the world as a whole?
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get environmental change. We're gonna get mm-hmm. we're gonna get Trump out. It's yeah. gonna
0: happen. Fair, you know. I mean, that that I think that that's very that's very much something like you just said, getting Trump out. That's very much something that I feel has changed because I was in New York when Barack Obama was in office, and I was in New York when when Trump was elected and when his inauguration. I was in New York for the first year of his presidency, and I did. I felt a shift in the, in a change. And I don't want to get too political. No, no, no. In the fact no, of either. like, because I don't want to alienate anybody from this po- podcast mm-hmm. that not everybody's welcome. Because everybody's welcome to the conversation. And sa- same here. But at the same time, people have got to acknowledge, not even about Trump, but people have got to acknowledge just the mm-hmm. world as a whole is just a weird freaking place right now. And I am by whether no means... whether you like Trump or not, you gotta admit that this, this world has gotten crazy. And by no means, so. I'm a major left hand person. Mm. I'm more a, actually. I'm, are you though? Because no. you and I are very much moderate. And I'm
1: more of a we moderate. were we
0: were Hillary people. Yeah, I'm and more people, of a moderate. People hated Hillary, but like she was moderate.
1: Yeah, I'm more of a moderate. Mm-hmm. I'm not a like left Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, I'm a moderate.
0: Even though I do, I do appreciate Bernie and. I do appreciate people like Alexandria Ocasio. Yeah, I appreciate them. Like I appreciate them, and I want them to have a seat at the table. Same, but it's not my voice that they're bringing. Hillary's was my voice. Elizabeth Warren is even Joe Biden a little bit. Yeah, same. I mean, I don't know. He's that's a whole that's a whole (laughs) podcast for a different time. Exactly. But but you are to you know to come back to to you. You are sort of leaning into that and Mm -hmm. like. So, that, so this job that you took is a little bit deeper than just a job for you. For me, it is. Yeah,
1: um, It's something that I feel the like. AIDS
0: the Foundation. AIDS Foundation.
1: The AIDS Foundation was a little bit deeper for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I felt like me taking this job was me helping and giving back
0: to a community that I'm a part of. And That's a big part of it for me, too. Um, I, th- I don't know about you. Do you feel like you sort of. Kept the entire community at arm's length at certain points. In yeah, July. to to be I know com- I did.
1: To be completely honest mm-hmm. with you, yeah, like living in Alabama, I didn't want to literally well, be a part of the community to
0: appease your. I mean, to appease your people. Sometimes I think people do that. Like, and I know I did. Like to, like I didn't embrace the full community because that would take almost. Letting go of a lot of things I wasn't ready to let go mm-hmm. of. But then when you let go of everything, you realize, oh, you're fine. Exactly. Because people are like, I'm not strong enough. You're strong enough to handle anything.
1: I wasn't comfortable in my own skin, to be honest. Yeah,
0: that's a hard one. Um, do you think that was that was directly correlated to being raised in Alabama? Yeah, I do. Do you? Do you?
1: I really do believe that. Um, I feel like if I would have been raised out here, I would have mm-hmm. been completely fine. Well,
0: and I'll say this, and I, and I really hope that there are people who can benefit from this listening right now because I when I was talking to, I was talking to a cousin of mine and this cousin, I don't even want to reveal gender, but this cousin told me that people would ask them, um, how do you deal with Kyle? And I was like, what do you mean, how do you deal with Kyle? And they said, Because you're gay. How do you deal with him? And they said, Well I love him. He's my cousin. So and it, so it's like there are pressures on like I didn't even realize that people still gave a crap. I'm like, do you still give a crap that I'm gay or whatever, you know? And apparently they do. Apparently I'm not it's not only enough for them to believe that I'm going to mm. that I'm that I'm yeah, damaged goods. They are of the opinion that I should be excommunicated right. from my family, from everything because of religion.
1: Mm.
0: In a sense, and you know, and and, and I the, won't say maybe not religion, maybe it is politics, maybe it is something, but why are you so mean? right? If it ain't about eternal salvation, why are you so mean? And the thing is is so. I'm not gonna
1: down like my parents or the way my you know, family is i been, I love my parents and yeah. like I, I will say I did have a rough patch with my parents. but I want to say that
0: that, like, that 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 conversation with my cousin. That is the mindset of it, yeah. a lot of people it in is. Alabama. And it that's what really we had to, is. that's what we had to grow up in. It is. It's what we had to grow and up. And as a thirty two year old man, I'm like, I don't care what you think of me. But as a fifteen year old or a nineteen year old or even a twenty three year old It, it messes with
1: it messes with your mind. Yeah. And like when you have to it messes grow with up your self worth. It does it does. And that's why teenagers are killing themselves every day. Right. And that should not happen in today's society. No, not at all. Like, if we can and stop, even
0: if te- even if gay cis white gay men, the suicide rate is going down. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I don't know the statistics, but I would assume that that we're in a society where people are kind of leaving them alone. Mm-hmm. But trans people, their suicide rates have never been higher. Right, and it's so, and there's a reason for that. Right, because nobody's showing love or compassion. People are showing hate. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that's a little bit of the world we grew up in um but now you're here and you're doing a job doing a job of outreach but do you feel like that's affected your other areas of your life too um
1: I feel like it's affected like me being able to see friends and family more that I I would want because I'm here alone. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like it has affected those areas. Um, It's affected me in the way that I don't get to see the world as much as I would like because I'm in an office (laughs) from eight (laughs) to five. Right. Whereas when I was working at the bedside, um, yeah. three days a week, um, I would get to travel a little bit more. <laughs> but, what do you?
0: What do you um, prefer? Because you're doing a lot of administrative stuff um, now. It, you know. And you were with patients it, and seeing, like you just never know who you're it, going to walk a, in on as a patient. It, you know, patients.
1: You know, it, it's a mixed bag either way you go. Yeah. Um, but I like. To be honest with you, I like what I'm doing now because yeah. I get to affect healthcare in a different way. Yeah. Because I get to affect what's going to be happening to the patient. What need?
0: What do you mean? What do you? What needs to be affected by healthcare? Because
1: healthcare has gotten out of hand. To be honest, um, because healthcare in today's yeah. society is so. This is a topic for a different <laughs> right. podcast. We're gonna, we're not going to go there I right now. I can already
0: tell that <laughs> this is an episode to introduce the listeners to you and we're going to give a little chaser's choice because we've, we've got a little bit because i know that i can already hear especially like sarah the from the last episode everybody knows her i can already hear her in her brain listening to this episode screaming but i wanted to know more about x i wanted to know more about and we're just kind of jumping around we're, we're gonna reel it in because we are only at 19 minutes so we're good okay we're gonna reel it in a bit but i do want to know so health a little bit of a top yeah. top layer of health Well, so
1: health care is like so expensive for everyone right now. Like mm-hmm. people just can't afford it. Like right. so.
0: And insurance is hard to come by.
1: Insurance is very hard to come by. Like even people that have jobs full time mm-hmm. can't afford it. Right. Like if they're per, um, people that they work for don't provide it. Yeah. They can't afford to like go out. Well, and, and buy not it. only
0: that, I was—we were looking into putting me being on Ethan's insurance with his job. It was three hundred and forty dollars pay period. I know. I'm like, like, excuse me, I would rather just go to the hospital. <laughs> And uh-huh. work out a deal with work, with paying it when I can. Exactly. Because that's going to be it's... a lot cheaper on me to just pay it outright than to pay $340. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's so crazy expensive. Um, a pay period. Uh-huh. Like, and who knows when you're going to have to go to the hospital. I, mean, I
0: am thirty 32 and I take care of myself. Exactly. I'm paying that you're, money for you're nothing. You're a healthy individual. But then I'm not paying that money for nothing if something if goes something wrong. If something happens. So. Exactly. Like, it, And that's the gamble. It,
1: it really is. like... So, yeah, healthcare has just gotten so out of hand, and we just need a better resolve for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what does that mean, a better resolve?
1: Um, like, I, right now, um, mm-hmm. we just need the wealthier people to start
0: chipping in more. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, that, that seems like Jeff Bezos. I mean, Pete, I'm wondering, not to go on a tangent, let's hold on to that as hard as you can, because I have a tangent about... The whole political okay. thing. Jeff Bezos is making ten billion dollars a year and not paying a damn penny in taxes, and everybody's talking about that. And Je- Jeff Bezos is not the only one. There's Google. There's Facebook. There's there are Amazon. hundreds mm. of Which I, mm. hundreds of companies who are in that same mm. situation. We could make be making a lot more money in the government mm-hmm. if people were paying their fair share. So that I hope is going to be like the unavoidable issue mm-hmm. for. This election for 2020, when we get Uh into the grit of it, because I mean, I mean, and again, politics aside, I think Donald Trump is even going to agree. Jeff Bezos needs to pay something. He does. Like Donald, that's one thing I will say about Donald Trump. He he uses the logic of yeah, you need to pay something, Mm -hmm. you dumb idiot. Like I feel like he's of that mindset too, which is a good thing because like I think that will help no matter how the chips may fall. And I, I mean, we all know how I feel how where I hope they fall, but. I hope, if nothing else, this will be a fight big enough that Donald Trump can't even deny it should right. he get a second term, and that's what he'll start to set in motion. Right. Because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. That being said, rich people need to pay more.
1: <laughs> rich people do need to pay more <laughs> into the health care system mm-hmm. because they just don't pay enough into it.
0: Like Because they don't need because
1: it. Because they don't need it. Because
0: there are rich people out there, and correct me if I'm wrong, because this sounds a little conspiracy theorist, what I'm about to say, but I think it's true. Rich people are... Not paying for health insurance because mm-hmm. they don't need it because they can pay for medical treatments outright. They have own... They'll pay own, it when they need it, it.
1: Well, they have their own private like doctors, they have their own private right. nurses, yeah. they have all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So they don't really pay into Medicare, they
0: don't pay into all that can stuff. Can you avoid paying into Medicare? Mm-hmm. How? I wanna know how you can do that. That is so obscene. Well, it's because, I know I can't well, avoid to pay in Medicare and I'm making Do you, do they have full time jobs? I guess they don't. They're investments. Exactly. I guess they don't. They don't have employers. I'm paying employees. Yeah, I pay it through my employer. Hello. I never <laughs> thought about that. That makes me so mad. I'm so angry right now because I'm not making billions of dollars. I, because I share, I'm a two-income ho- two household, my they have to pay income. tax
1: dollars, but they don't have to pay like Medicare, Medicaid. Like yeah, you
0: have to pay on income, and that yeah. is outright to the uh, like to the, IRS to the IRS for the Treasury. Yeah. So, but it, it's not expedited like it is on my paycheck uh-uh. or your paycheck. That's so. Oh my god, I did not expect to come to your house and get so angry today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we should all be angry about. this. I know. Yeah, we should all be really upset. So
1: I mean, so they they're not paying into like other stuff like we are when we're paying out of our paycheck.
0: Right. They're not. Huh. That makes me mad. Because okay, they don't go ahead. They
1: don't get their checks written out like we do to like they get
0: dividends from investments. Mm-hmm. They're on they're sitting on boards of of see the the boards of companies. What is it? The board of directors. Tr- trustees yeah, or what? Trustees of companies or so, they're just getting their dividends. Exactly. They're, getting, they're getting a lump sum check and then paying and, and then some reporting of them, it to the IRS and Some of them aren't the even doing that.
1: Some yeah. of them are just like outright millionaires
0: and they right. don't even do that. Well, and, and you know, if you have certain bank accounts or certain exactly. investment accounts, you don't pay taxes on them until mm-hmm. you collect on it. Exactly. Ugh. Um, this is so annoying. So, And anyway. we're just little chumps down here at the bottom eating the bottom feeder diet. I sound like a complete conspiracy theorist. I'm such. <laughs> it's <a theorist>. okay. <laughs> so,
1: so anyway, so the rich people just need to pay more, and whatever, healthcare just needs to be fixed overall. Mm-hmm. Um, we just need an overall so system. You do feel overall. that way because
0: yes. I think for me, my misconstrued um, notion is that people in Medicare, people in healthcare, mostly doctors, somewhat by proxy nurses. Might feel differently than I, someone who's not in healthcare, would feel about the healthcare system.
1: So, people that are not because you know
0: how they all, you always hear these people who are like, "No, that's not right." Because if you if you do you say first lack of a, a lot of more nuanced argument like universal healthcare, no, if you do that, X Y Z will happen. It's going to blow up the entire system. So I think doctors and
1: like I think doctors and nurses are kind of split. Uh-huh. On the healthcare system. Some think that the healthcare system is fine and some think it needs a complete overhaul. Like,
0: why would they think it's fine though? Because
1: they are fine with the healthcare system making a crap ton of money.
0: So that's really what it all boils down to. Yeah. Are you fine with it being a for profit situation or are you not fine with it being a for profit situation? Mm-hmm. That's what it all boils down to. Exactly. And you're not fine. For I'm not fine. You're with not that. fine. Just to be clear, you think there needs to be a little bit more of an oversight. Or exactly. what do you think? What I do you think, think needs to so.
1: Happen? I think it's fine for the providers to be paid what they deserve to be paid, right? Because as a nurse, I think I deserve to be paid for I mean, wiping making, a person's butt. Okay, but and you do
0: do that, but also like, you administer medicine. And sometimes, even when something goes wrong, I am you saving are a person's life, life and death situation. Exactly, decisions in that moment. So So,
1: as a nurse, I'm trying to save a person's life. I'm, you know, cleaning somebody's butt from time to time.
0: And that too. I mean, even if you didn't save a (laughs) life today, that's, that's, that deserves a paycheck.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You know, and that's probably one of the more disgusting things you're going to do on, Mm -hmm. you know, the face of the earth. Uh, We do deserve to get paid what we, for what we do, Mm -hmm. but the healthcare system does need an overhaul. And with that being said, uh but we don't need to char overcharge people for
0: like a thirteen dollar Tylenol. Yeah. That's not that a thing. that
1: that is not a thing. When you know
0: what you can... I wanna do? Here's what I wanna do. I wanna go to if I have to go to the ER, they're gonna be like, we're gonna get you some Tylenol. Like, don't worry, baby. I got I brought my own. I go ahead so and take it. When, <laughs> Pull it right when... out of your bag. Be like, don't be putting that on my bill. <laughs> Cause I took one out of my own bag, okay?
1: For like, when you can go to a CVS, like, and get a whole bottle of Tylenol. Would that be
0: crazy? Would that be so crazy? Okay, I want to just stop you there. Would it be crazy to have, like, an emergency room emergency kit that you're going to be like, I got to go to the emergency room? Anything you're going to charge me, $8 for a Band-Aid, got them in my purse. <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> but yeah, do I that, need water? That, Don't give me water to take that. Hello, I got a bottle right here. Would exactly. That be so psychotic? <laughs> exactly. And
1: that's kind of what I mean, like, the whole system needs to be overhauled, because it shouldn't cost that much for a Tylenol. Yeah. Um... Doctors and nurses should definitely be paid for their services, but they shouldn't be able to charge thousands and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. for those services.
0: So cert- do you think certain services, just, qu- uh, just a quick thought, like say, I don't know, op- like brain surgery. Do you think like even like that surgery, no matter what it costs, it the cost of that surgery today is an appropriate amount to pay for that. Like Tylenol, of course, that's a markup yeah and maybe even like a colonoscopy something that is not cutting you open just take you know something like that we're just running something up your booby hole
1: so that's definitely a markup that's a
0: markup Mm -hmm. but like brain surgery or like open heart surgery do you think there's anything that is just like you know what that's appropriate leave it what it is
1: So I think everything that they've done is
0: always a markup. I probably would be astounded at how much a brain surgery costs. That's the problem, right?
1: It's everything is gonna be a markup no no matter what it is. Yeah. But like things like that, like a brain surgery and things more like precise is gonna be more expensive.
0: I wanna ask a very controversial question that just popped into my head. Okay. Do you think it's predatory? Like, mm-hmm. you're in the ER, or you're in the hospital, and we have to make a life or death. Like, because I had this situation. You you remember mm-hmm. in 2016, I stayed at your house for a couple of nights yep. when my father had a blood clot in his heart. Yep. And I, I want to say really quickly, Grandview Hospital in Birmingham treated him very well, and I do not feel like we were taken advantage of. I felt like he got the most superb care he could have gotten in that hospital and his surgeon who did the open heart surgery was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I want to say that but that same situation to other people in America do you think it could be preying on their fear of life and death a little bit? I do think that. that. It don't matter what it costs give me the surgery. I do think that. I you think do?
1: I think that can
0: happen at certain facilities. I don't think it happens at every facility. Right. That Because that, I went to another hospital that was supposed to be reputable where I didn't go. My, my dad was there in 2017. Terrible care. Um, terrible care. I I'll think... tell you who it is off the offline. Yeah. But it was terrible care and he wound up back at Grandview
1: Perfect. I, I really think that some hospitals will say that you have to have this nope. uh, surgery or this procedure done mm-hmm. or you you will die. Yeah. Um, I, I, my father um, had a stroke yeah. last year. I think I told you about uh-huh. it. And he went to our hometown hospital. I think you probably know which one. It
0: might be the same one. Uh,
1: no, because not. we're not from Birmingham. Oh, you went. You
0: mean in Albertville? Yeah, in yeah. Albertville. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and, Col- Coleman's got a hospital uh-huh. too. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying.
1: And That's where
0: I'm from, <laughs> Coleman. But I, we go to Birmingham. And for yeah, obvious all, reasons. all
1: of our <laughs> medical care is done in Birmingham uh-huh, too. Yep. And but they had to go since it was a stroke. They had to go to the hometown hospital. The ambulance had to take him to the closest hospital, right. which is.
0: Oh, my mom fought him. Yeah. This well, last time, yeah. the, the ambulance took him all the way to Grandview, uh, and she's nice. like, and she goes, I don't care. She goes i'll pay it outright don't take him to that hospital you take him to grandview on 280 it's not even the closest in birmingham take him to grandview
1: nice
0: he's doing better than he's done in two years so it was worth every penny to make them take him where you want to go
1: well they took him to the closest hospital Mm -hmm. so they they did everything and the facial droop and everything had gotten better really well they said well we're going to release him from the hospital
0: I mean, just because he's just because his drink's yeah. gone, don't mean he's ready to go home.
1: Exactly. Well, that's a little rinky-dink hospital, you know, right? In Aberdeen. And they need the bed exactly, and they need the bed. Mm-hmm. But and then, of course, my mom took him to UAB,
0: and, and problems were actually much worse yeah, than it said. Exactly. So, why, like, what is it like? What, what what was the problem that was worse? If you don't so he,
1: he actually had a clot mm. and it was like... And so no, he would
0: have went home to die. Yeah, pretty yeah. much.
1: He had like, I think it was like a 60% blockage, but the, it was in a place where they couldn't retrieve it and everything. Mm. So they had to just treat him like with like blood thinners. Yeah. Um, but anyway...
0: Which is its own problem in, in itself.
1: So anyway... That being said... I do think that um, hospitals don't always treat, um, and they also do oh, yeah. the life and death thing. Well, as that well.
0: hospital th- that we went to, that I, again, won't say because it. I mean, I can't say enough bad things about this hospital, mm-hmm. and I will person to person, individually talk mm-hmm. about this experience that I had with them till the day I'm dead. Because my dad had a UTI, and they kept trying to send. Because you know, old pe- older old, old people, older patients, they they become. They have a little bit of psychosis for their UTIs. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They wanted to send him to the psychiatric ward. And my sister, who's a nurse, is like, "Uh, no, baby, you're not sending him to the Mm -hmm. psychiatric ward. He's got a UTI. They will not take care of his UTI Mm -hmm. in the psychiatric ward. But he was a hospitalist. And, you know, that's supposed to be the person you trust to help you make the the most conscientious decisions about your care. And, yeah, I... I will never, I will never trust that hospital again. Mm -hmm. My mother's gynecologist was there. Not anymore. He Mm. died. Probably because he went and worked at that hospital. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I won't cut that out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Gynecologist.
0: But anyway. Yeah. So they, it's all, I mean, the care is not always standard. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. So, okay, that's a... I'm going to take a break. Okay. Um, But I want to talk about this more on another day because that's fascinating. I'm riveted by this. Like, we don't... Because we're... We, we are friends before you were nurse. So, our friendship is... We don't really talk a whole lot about this stuff. No. Even though we're both... Or I'm endlessly fascinated by it. Yes. We usually wind up talking about RuPaul's Drag Race or We something. do. Or something. RuPaul's but drag yeah. race. <laughs> Start your engines. But anyway, um, yeah, there's gonna be a whole episode of this yes. to come. So but for now, stay we're gonna, tuned. We're gonna take a break and when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more casual. tets cash. All right, we're back for my little break. Had a little potty break, got a little more water. Um, so, yeah, that, that was super fascinating, this stuff <laughs> about the healthcare system. What's so funny? Uh, you. (laughs) What about me? What did I do? You were just laughing. Well, this is the first time you've ever kind of, like, this is a whole new side of me that you're seeing, too. It is. The the buttoned-up host of the show, even though you listen to the show, but you've never been here, because you and I are always very, I'm I'm using much less colorful language (laughs) than I usually use. Same. I'm
1: not using my colorful language, either.
0: But, um, I mean, you can. Every episode has an explicit rating, so you can say any word you want. I just don't because my mother does not like some of the words that get the explicit rating. So I try to respect her and not say those words. Okay. But, yeah. I'll see you next Tuesday though. <laughs> Sometimes at work, when I was in college, I whenever somebody would be like a real nasty, nasty, wasty person to me, I would, I would just smile and say, see you next time. <laughs> a lot of people are probably like, what? I don't get it. It's... Use the use the initials of each word I just said. Write See it down on a piece time. of paper, and that's all. But I don't use that word in real life. Anyway, so we, <laughs> before um, the break, we were talking about healthcare, but I do want to shift gears a little bit because it became very clear that that's a whole episode and maybe next week we can do another one or sometime very soon we can talk that like talk about really what your opinions are of most definitely of like what are the changes that need to be made and what are the options because I don't want to just do like this is what Billy thinks but like what are the like avenues of what we can where we could go just because I'm sure there's there's multiple we could go anywhere I mean like gun control stuff yeah do anything for crying out loud that you know, kind of thing. So, here are anyway, the options. Here are your options. Don't let crazy people have a gun. <laughs> Don't charge thirty-five dollars for a Tylenol. How about that? We'll start there. But for now, I just want to talk about, like, I want to go back to what you were talking about about um, how it this new job that you have has sort of opened you up to seeing the world differently. Um, I want to delve deeper into, like, what the negative was that you used to see. Um, and how you... And, like, how that... What those actual um, changes that came about, look. what do they look like for you in your everyday life?
1: So, the negative really was, like, like we were talking about growing up in Alabama, it was just a lot of negative mm-hmm. for me. Um, and uh, here in... California's um, just being more positive energy. What,
0: what did the ne- like? What did the negative like? Uh, like, a, give me a for instance of like, of like, what was the situation that you would have been negative about? Um, and I know that's kind of convoluted, and that's a really weird thing to ask, but I just want to know what that manifests like because so many people so don't understand how micro it can be
1: so while i worked with like my best friends like Mm -hmm. i love them yeah i treasure them dearly and they are the, the best things that i could ask for
0: yeah um
1: but i worked a job that was toxic for me
0: really um and that's something that doesn't matter if you're a nurse if you're a barista if you are sometimes even an actor in a theater troupe Everybody has worked in spaces where it's like, this is toxic. Yes. And it breeds. I mean, you 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 have to be the change because it breeds. It
1: does. It does. And, like, it, it was something that I, I could not grow in. I could not, like, do anything that was good for me, no yeah. matter how hard I tried.
0: Did your friends, like, because this is something that happened to me a lot. When you do try to pull yourself out of that space a little bit in your own heart and your own mind, you know. People will make fun of you for... Oh, it, yeah. It,
1: no, it wasn't that they made fun of me. They actually supported me in everything yeah. I did, and they, they were always very supportive. But were everything. they
0: inspired to do it for themselves? Yeah, and they, okay, they did. Good.
1: They they were very supportive, and they they tried themselves, mm-hmm. and they, they were in school, too. They, yeah. You know, they were doing things for themselves, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It, no matter how hard i tried I, I just couldn't seem to get ahead in anything yeah. i did there mm-hmm. it was so bad and i gained like i went from being probably around 100 and like 90 pounds when i met lance yeah. to being 280 pounds
0: mm-hmm. so that's 90 pounds
1: yeah so in a matter quick math
0: you ever like that I yeah. did quick math in my yes. head I have a college degree so
1: and that was in a matter of like six years which, which that's not that long of a time but frame. you know if
0: you think about it 90 pounds in six years if that is the pattern you're going for for the rest of your life yeah I mean that's you're gonna be real heavy yeah but and that's unhealthy it's that's, not not fat shame or anything or whatever but that could be unhealthy at, it at is at a certain point
1: I mean, granted, that's a long time for us to be together, but that's just mm-hmm.
0: not healthy for right. me. And... Well, and it affects the way you feel it physically is. in
1: your life. Considering from the time I started college to the time I met Lance, mm-hmm. I had only put on like 10 pounds, yeah. 10, 15, 20 that's pounds. That's pretty good for college. Yeah. like <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's really good. Because I, I was 170 like, pounds mm-hmm. when I started
0: yeah. college. And by the time I met Lance Well, and we have like, to give ourselves a little credit That yeah. you start college at 18 And then by the time you're done You're in your 20s And you have two master's degrees I have right? a master's oh, and a two master's. bachelors A master's and two bachelors Yeah um, So that's a lot of school So, And you're now in your 30s Yeah. So, you know, metabolism slow down And you have to find new ways Of making your way through the li- through the world And yeah. it sounds like you've done it in a lot of ways. Yeah.
1: So, it, it's just like, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just don't know what what was going on. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't know where to turn. Like, I, I was, like, trying to plan a wedding, trying to do, fin- you know, at that point, finish up my master's degree. And I don't
0: know this firsthand, but... My Sarah's brother was planning a wedding this past summer, and jaja a friend of the show, jaja her mother, she kept, like she was planning the wedding. She had a work project. They were planning a trip to LA. There is nothing more stressful oh. than planning a wedding. I don't know what it is. I don't know like, I don't know if I'll ever plan a wedding in that in the way that you did and the way that other people do because. Oh my gosh. It just sounds like the most stressful thing you could ever go through. Girl, planning
1: a <laughs> wedding is so stressful. So we had, and, and it wasn't just my wedding. We had in a span of one year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: all of my friends back home got married. We had did five just weddings.
0: Cycles no, too? we did.
1: We had five <laughs> weddings in one year. We had in, in the span of, um 4 months we had 4 weddings. Oh wow. <laughs> and in 1 month we had 2.
0: <laughs> so basically there were brides was it was with the other 4 all women. Uh-huh. So there were brides that were coming back from their honeymoon. I think honeymoon, it was 4 months, I think. But they were coming back from their yeah. honeymoon to go straight to another wedding to send someone else off on yeah. their honeymoon. That's exhausting. I think it was four, I
1: think it was 4 months. If I can do the math right in my
0: head, if not, well, not everybody can be as yeah. fast as no. me.
1: so there was one in March, and then we had two in October, and it, but it yeah, is what so it is. that
0: that's a lot of change yeah. in, a so, lot, in a short yeah. period of time, and then just after that, you moved yeah. here. So and now you're here, and I gotta say, there I've seen the shift in you, but like,
1: but from then to now, I've, I'm down to like one. 85, 190. Mm -hmm. So it's like,
0: but that's a huge change.
1: I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And it's like such a, which I lost a lot of weight leading up to the wedding, trying to go ahead and start that change, Mm -hmm. you know, towards a more positive outlook and everything. And I know what
0: some people may be thinking because I've heard people say that you shouldn't change yourself for your wedding, yada, 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 and all that. But why not? Why not have something that breeds that is the catalyst for a positive change in your life. If a wedding photo is what you're doing it for, but you can maintain it beyond that, why is it a bad
1: thing? And that was my original outlook, was trying to change Mm -hmm. myself towards the wedding. Yeah. And then, but moving out here, it has made me even more so. And going back towards my original comment, I want to be a better (laughs) me.
0: And I'll tell you, I want to know, this is another question I want to ask you, because I woke up one day and realized... Oh, I'm a West Coast kid now. Like I literally do yoga every day. Um, kombucha is not something that is missing from my diet.
1: I don't, uh, it's not for
0: me. <laughs> well, some people say it tastes like muddy water with boogers in it, but yeah, it's not. For it, me. Is, it is something that I I drink from time to time. Uh-huh. Um, I had
1: you a. You can keep it.
0: I had a I had a salad at lunch. You did, which is fine. I mean, everybody eats salad, but it's just like. I consciously made a, a, a salad because I'm like, oh, I don't want something so heavy. And I'm wearing overalls like a full hipster. But, <laughs> so, I, I did. Like, you wake up and realize, oh, I'm a West Coast kid now. <laughs> I was so, I didn't mean to be. And it, it came on very suddenly. I still eat meat. I eat meat like a mofo. Yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So what about you you've been here a year I'm gonna just ignore that entire thing, entire comment um, for at least the <laughs> at, least. at least the podcast when we when, when this recording is done <laughs> <laughs> I got some rebuttals for you. <laughs> I know things. We've been friends for ten years. Do you? Well you do too. So that this is the okay. guilt that's gonna keep us in this relationship. You yes. come for me. I'll tell everybody your secrets. And I'll tell yours. You. <laughs> <laughs> but what um, what changes have you noticed that have organically, not consciously, but just sort of trickled into your life that just kind of stuck and you're like and you now a year later can wake up and be like oh i'm a west coast person now
1: well it's not necessarily i'm a west or coast i'm changed person. from who so, i was
0: i mean it might not even be a west coast situation
1: because you know i'll always be a southern girl at heart me um, too i mean
0: but that's the truth
1: um there there's all kinds of things that I've noticed that have changed organically in me. I eat better.
0: I um, you walk three blocks to the. I beach.
1: did. I walk a lot of so, the beach that was the, that
0: was the key to that statement you're like i sure did walk three blocks i no, did three blocks to the beach i did i can we,
1: walk to the beach now we're
0: in a beach house right now it, we are <laughs> so. jealous much you should be jealous of me too because i have a friend who has a beach house <laughs> um
1: but yeah it, it's it's just so much it's I can't even tell you in words what all had changed Uh because it's just a feeling almost for me.
0: I mean, I I hesitate to, well, I don't hesitate to use the word spiritual because I am a spiritual person, but it is spiritual. Like when you have joy,
1: like, it, it's In your joyous. space,
0: just like joy deep down. I, and it's hard to tell people, you gotta just be happy with what you got, and things will start to get better.
1: I, I can't, for me, I can't put it into a word, mm-hmm. because the feeling that i have from where i was mm-hmm. to where i am now yeah. it's just such a different feeling mm-hmm. i can't there's not a word for me yeah because it's such a better feeling mm-hmm. I, I i don't know the word for it
0: yeah i mean i get that because that happened to me last year like and if
1: somebody out there has a word for it tell me
0: uh Thanks. yeah go ahead and put it on the facebook page we uh not for nothing on facebook or not for nothing pod on twitter go ahead like, and tweet us subscribe. we need that word. we need that word because you know i think i think there is the dam is breaking though a lot i mean it has to yeah because people are miserable mm-hmm. people are so miserable right now and a lot a lot of people excuse me the water is getting to me um mm. a lot of people are miserable cuz you know i'll get the tweets or whatever they're like no we're not miserable nobody's miserable well some people are. They some are. people are because I had a lady that I met the other day like people are allowing the political divide in this country to just make them so miserable all day every day. And that and we're fighters. You and we I are. we are we are political activists that are in the street but it's not making us bitter. And mm. it's not you know we have we wake up and have good days. And if Joe Biden or Elizabeth Warren or Did you hear that Marianne Williamson dropped out? No, I did not. She did. She took her happy crystals and went home. (laughs) So praise be now. Let me, but yeah, because I had said, if Marianne Williamson gets the nomination, she gets my vote because she's leading with love girlfriend. Um, but if you are somebody who loved Trump, I mean, I doubt there's a Trump lover listening to that. Well, actually my cousin said she's going to listen and she also said she loved Trump. Um, but if there is someone listening who loves Trump and a Democrat gets it, you better find a way to be happy because you're not because if you're le- if you're looking for the outside world to bring you happiness, girl, we're all selfish. Everybody's looking for their own happy. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they're gonna come for you first? I'll give you my happy and then I'll go ahead and take care of my own. No, you got to mm-hmm. take care of your own. You can't wait for the president or your neighbor or that lady at Starbucks to, to be nicer to you, you know, mm-hmm. while you're both waiting in line for the coffee. So I, I I just, I love to see this journey that you've been on. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. But also, um, yeah, you, you've done the hard work. Thanks. I have one bachelor's degree and I am not where you are in life. <laughs> it's okay. Career-wise. But also, I'm not a trained nurse. So why would I be where you are? <laughs> It's okay. You'll get there. and I have I'm lo- not going to get there. I'm not going to be a trained nurse. <laughs> well,
1: the thing is, is I've loved seeing your journey, though. Really? Yes, I have. I have. I've loved watching you grow as a performer mm-hmm. and seeing your podcast grow. And Third see- title. Third yes. time's a charm. <laughs> and seeing where you have come, um, coming from New York to out here, well, from Alabama, And And you were just you were saying
0: something that I was going to say before where um, you just felt like nothing went right for you at a certain point in your life. And that's the way we were in New York. It felt like we were 10 minutes too late for all for the sweepstakes. Yeah. Every time we tried to make any kind of movement. We were having a great life in New York, but it's just like we were 10 minutes too late for this or 10 minutes too late for that. And we moved out here and it just all changed. So that's I mean, you just got to you got to move Like stop, stop doing what you're doing if it's not working Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So, and you know, you got some stuff coming up the pike that might be, yeah, stop doing what you're doing if it ain't working. So exactly. But thank you. Yeah. I mean, and that was my theory. My philosophy is let it all be bonus, live, live a joyful life and let the rest just be bonus because like this performing stuff, I mean, if you're coming out here to be a performer, and you're hinging your entire life's happiness on the success of your performing, mm-hmm. whew, you're going to be real disappointed because there's a lot of performers out here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm living a joyful life through the ebbs and flows. The, you know, the they say, you know, they say feast or famine. It is feast right. or famine when you're a performer. And you it's like... Constance Wu She's a new It girl in town You know She's from Fresh off the boat She's in Hustlers She was in Crazy Rich Asians Okay She said She was in, she was a waitress At 30 And she said I have to decide For myself Am I okay With this life When I'm 40 Or when I'm 50 Because I'm a performer And she said I was And she hit it big So maybe nice. You know oh, Maybe that'll be me Who knows Or maybe I'll <laughs> Still be in a beach house Doing a podcast in overalls When I'm 60 Who's to say? Mm-hmm. But I'm so excited that you came to my show today. I am too. And you, I can already tell that people are going to be eating this up and want more of you. So thanks. I'll be coming back. <laughs> nice, thanks. So, um, yeah. Do you have any social media or anything that you want people to follow? Sure,
1: they can follow me on Instagram. Um, it is bla three five nine five zero at. You put your old zip code in there. Mm-hmm.
0: God. I know. You know right? where to find her now. Right? Actually, you don't. She's not in. She's not there. <laughs> I'm not in that, that zip code there. anymore. Um. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you do. You do mostly Instagram. So I do uh, Instagram mostly. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you have any recommendations for people? Things that they would want to listen to, watch, read, mm. eat, go so, see.
1: No. If they're in Hermosa, they can come to the Hermosa Pier.
0: Oh, yeah?
1: in uh, Tower 12. It's
0: really fun. Tower 12, what's that?
1: It's a, it's a bar down here in uh, Hermosa. It's really fun. That's typically where I go.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, I am... My only suggestion this week would probably be Queer Eye. I can't stop pimping Queer Eye out.
1: So oh, I love Queer it's Eye. It's one of the
0: best shows on television. It is people just compassionately helping each other get to a better place in life. But... That's my recommendation for the week. So, that is our episode. I am going to say, if you are an avid listener to the show and you have not left a comment or a review on iTunes or any of the other podcast apps that you have are listening to me on, please do. Because once you give a five-star review or whatever review, I want you to be honest. Actually, I don't want you to be honest. Give me a five-star review. Because when I get... The more five-star reviews you get, the more access people will have to the show and the more... The conversations can continue. Um, But yeah, leave a comment. If you leave me a comment, I'll read it on the show. And you can also follow me at Kyle L. Henderson on Twitter, at Kyle L. Henderson on Instagram. And as we established last week, at Kyle L. Henderson on Snapchat, though I do not use it. I'm going to start trying. I'm going to figure it out. But that is. <laughs> do you use Snapchat? Yes. Do you really? Yeah. Do you want people to follow you?
1: Sure. It's the same as my Insta
0: BLA35950. And that's it. Until next time, let's go walk on the beach. Yeah.